What is going on everyone? It is Mason Pierce here, host of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And I want to let y'all know about a little secret, and it's called Anchor by Spotify. It is one of the new and easiest ways to make your own podcast with everything you need all in one single place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the comfort of your phone or computer. And also, when you are hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever platform you choose to post it on. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one single place. And the best part of all, Anchor is totally free to use. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Get started creating your own podcast or start hosting on a very up-and-coming new platform. Yo, what is going on fans? This is Mason Pierce, host of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And yes, you did hear that right. It is now the Cover 7 podcast. For legal reasons, I had to change the name, but it's okay. Because I chose this name because I'm going to be covering all college football news, all NFL news, seven days a week. So I'm going to be covering them. And I kind of thought it would be fitting. But I'm, I'm just dropping this real quick podcast because there's been so much transfer portal news that has just been released these past couple hours. And I figured I'd kind of update y'all on these and make sure to get it out as quick as I possibly can. So let's start it off with Travis Dye, the younger brother of current Minnesota linebacker, Troy Dye, who also was a standout at Oregon. And, well, this is kind of shocking in my opinion because Travis, I know he has a year or two left of eligibility. He obviously had that number one role in Oregon. So it's kind of shocking for me. I don't really know where he's going to end up going. Maybe he ends up at TCU. You know I mean? We just lost Zach Evans to Ole Miss. So, Travis, if you're listening right now, by all means, we will welcome you with open arms down here in Fort Worth. But on to some more news. Um, Kyron Lacey, the former Louisiana Lafayette Ragin' Cajun cornerback, he's committing to LSU. This is a huge wide receiver commit for not even just Brian Kelly but that wide receiver room at LSU which is as you all know was pretty thin I mean this is huge for them I love what Brian Kelly's doing right now recruiting wise for these LSU Tigers and I really want to see what's going to be the next big commitment for LSU because we know this isn't going to be the last one LSU gets I mean LSU right now is a hot spot same way as USC and same way as honestly in my opinion Notre Dame people keep counting them out I mean, Marcus Freeman is is honestly building a juggernaut up there in South Bend, Indiana. And transfer portal is just going to continue to get crazy these next couple months going into spring practice and even during the summer right before fall camp. I mean, we just have to wait and see. And now on to the next player that finally committed to a school is Chance Maine. Now, I know none of y'all probably listening to this right now know who this cat is or kind of his background story. Well, if any of y'all have Netflix and have watched Last Chance U Season 3 and Season 4, you will absolutely know who this man is. He is a middle linebacker, hard-nosed kid, local kid from Texas. I mean, he he, show, he, had, he showed a lot of promise, and he actually went to University of Incarnate Word down in San Antonio, Texas. And he, I guess he did pretty good. I hadn't really heard about him for a couple years, but I found out he just committed to Colorado, who needs absolute help after losing Jerry Rice's son to the transfer portal, losing starting safety to TCU. I mean, this is a huge pickup for these Colorado Buffaloes, and I'm happy to see Chance May making it to D1 Power 5 school like he always envisioned. And I mean, hats off to him. And 
Another huge player to enter the transfer portal is Brew McCoy. Now, a little background on Brew McCoy. He was a five-star recruit coming out of, I think it was Modern Day High School, right, in California. He originally committed to USC, fully signed and everything. I think a couple months later down the road, he ends up flipping the script, goes down to Austin, enjoys his time down there, commits to the Longhorns. I guess he got homesick. I think that's what he said in a tweet a couple years ago. Got homesick, decided to go back to USC, and during the 2020 season, he didn't play due to mental issues, which is completely understandable. We all suffered through you know times like that. But during the 2021 season, he did pretty good for the USC Trojans, and I guess he kind of figured, hey, you know, with all these new prospects coming in from Lincoln Riley and all this recruiting he's doing, he's just going to get pushed down the depth chart even more. So. I kind of want to be. I kind of want to see where he's going. I would not be shocked if Texas is back in the mix for this kid. I mean, I mean nothing. I mean that would probably be the craziest story in college football history. The kid decommits from a school, commits to another, decommits from that same school, commits back to the other school he decommitted from, and now he's transferring from one school and then up, and then ends up transferring back to the school he decommitted from like two years ago. So I think this will be funny if it ends up at te- if he ends up at Texas. But overall, he's a really solid player, and whoever's getting him's getting a really good wide receiver. So maybe he ends up at TCU. Hey, maybe he ends up at TCU. I know y'all are probably getting tired of me saying it's like crazy, but it would be cool if he ended up at TCU. And now on to some even more transfer portal news. Ole Miss running back Henry Parrish is entering the NCAA transfer portal. And this isn't really shocking considering that Ole Miss just got, and I, this hurts to say, they got Zach Evans from TCU. So Parrish kind of understood that his time's over with at with the Ole Miss Rebels. So hopefully he finds a new home. Hopefully he find somewhere a lot more stable where he can even be that running back two, running back one option for a school. So um, there's a couple more news going on right now. Auburn linebacker Romello Height, he has entered the portal. Now, he was a four-star recruit in the 2020 class, right? So he's a, he's a really solid kid. He didn't play too much because he was a freshman and, and all that. And he was only going to get pushed more and more down the depth chart. So he figured his time's now. He's got to leave. He's got to go find a different school. That'll take him immediately and let him start. So... Transfer portal, in my opinion, has been good for a lot of these kids who kind of understand that, hey, I'm not really going to make it somewhere or I'm not really going to be able to start right now. So completely understand these moves. We've got a couple – I mean, a couple more kids from Washington State. I mean, Marcus Freeman, an edge rusher, is leaving. Willie Taylor, who's also another edge rusher from Washington State, he is leaving the Cougars. So something's going on with that edge rushing team up there and up there in Washington State, and I don't know. And then Jarek Brassard, a running back from the University of Colorado Buffaloes, he is transferring out of the program as well. And, I mean, if you've even looked remotely at Colorado football this past week, they have just been haunted and haunted by transfers. So I'm hoping Colorado's able to turn it around just, I mean, for the sake of college football because you never want to see a team get absolutely destroyed like that. But And now another huge, huge transfer from the FCS that could possibly really, I mean, it could be an absolute steal later on in the draft a couple years from now. Eliasa Anderson. Now, he played at Sam Houston State, right, for the Bearcats. I know a lot of y'all are probably never going to really hear about him, but, I mean, this kid is really good. I've watched some of his film. He has great footwork, great great momentum, and he's he's hard-nosed as well. So whoever gets this kid is going to end up getting a great, great player. And finally, another player that recruited to a school now is former USC wide receiver Joseph Manjack. 
he commits to Houston Cougars and is going to go down there and play with Dana Holgerson. I think this is an amazing pickup by Dana because after this past year Houston had going, I think it was 11-2, and two, I mean, this could really be a sneaky good player this upcoming year. So watch out for the name Joseph Manjack when it comes to Belenikoff watch list and just Belenikoff in general, right? This kid will be a stud down there for Dana. and I'm, I'm actually really happy for Houston. They're able to pick this guy up. And wow, more breaking news. LSU has just landed another DB out of the transfer portal. And it's coming from their direct rival, Arkansas. For, former starting DB for the Arkansas Razorbacks, Greg Brooks Jr. is heading back to Louisiana, his home his home state, and will be playing for the Tigers. I mean, wow. I told y'all I was waiting for another splash from Brian Kelly and his coaching staff, and they deliver. I mean, this is really starting to become something special for these Tigers, and the secondary is starting to be really good considering they are going to be losing their best secondary player, honestly, and, and Derek Stingley. So, great pickup by these LSU Tigers. Unfortunately, Arkansas, you were losing another player to the transfer portal, especially another defensive player. But overall, LSU right now is having one of the better transfer portal classes alongside USC. But for my Arkansas fans, there is some good news coming y'all's way. Malik Hornsby, the former four-star quarterback, he is withdrawing his name out of the transfer portal and will be coming back to the Razorbacks. I think this is great because he'll probably have another year or two sitting behind K.J. Jefferson, and then hopefully he will get that starting spot for y'all because, as y'all saw, he has a lot of Lamar-like talent where he's able to run the ball a lot. He does need to work on throwing the football a tad bit more, but you can see the the raw talent there, the pure athleticism, and I think he'll eventually end up being a great quarterback for y'all down the road. And to kind of finish up this really short episode, and yes, guys, I'm sorry this is short. I kind of just figured there's so much news right now that I need to report at least part of it, which I'll be getting definitely more news coming in the next few days. But I want to talk about the Buckeyes right now and the coaching staff hires they're making. First, let's talk, let's just get this right off the way. Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State, their defensive coordinator, was a great move. As you saw with Jim Knowles, he, he, he took Oklahoma State to practically being the number one defense in the country. And you saw how bad Ohio State's defense and as a whole was this year. So I think this is a great hire for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. And another excellent hire that Ohio State made was adding Cincinnati's safeties and cornerbacks coach Perry Ilano. Ilano. Sorry if I mispronounced that, but they hired him, and as I talked about in the past episode with Sauce Gardner and the Kobe Bryant, who was the Jim Thorpe Award winner, which if you don't know, is awarded to the best cornerback in the nation, he's, 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 he literally has produced two top 20 picks in the draft this upcoming year, so that he knows what he's doing with cornerbacks. Ohio State's constantly getting new cornerback recruits, and I think this is amazing and is really pushing Ohio State down the right path. And they're just going to continue and continue and continue to get all these great coaches and great assistant coaches and Al Washington and Kerry Combs, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So Ohio State, another team to watch out this year. That's all I'm going to say. They're coming back for revenge, Michigan. You know, y'all's time's over. Y'all had fun this year beating them one year, but I think it's about to be another seven-year run of Ohio State whooping Michigan. But overall, today's had a lot of fantastic news. I'm very thankful I'm able to actually be able to give y'all these news so quick and immediately and i hope y'all really do enjoy this podcast i know i'm I'm gonna try and make a couple more smaller ones maybe so like every other day have a smaller like 10 minute podcast kind of like this where we just discuss some of the breaking news currently right now in the college football world so 
I hope y'all really did enjoy this podcast. I really enjoyed making it for y'all. And once again, I hope y'all continue to be the great fans and supporters y'all are. And I hope y'all have an absolutely amazing day. Peace, guys.